America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. My name is Felicia Wallace. I am your host, and um, I'm so excited about this podcast. Um, This is something that's been on my heart for the last year and a half now. God really put it on me to um, kind of step outside of myself and... um, show me he showed me that what I was already doing in my day-to-day life that I could just share it with other people and this was the way to be able to do it so um it's funny because um in the beginning I never really saw myself as somebody who would be in this situation but that's the way God works he kind of gives you a little bit at a time and then eventually you're able to see exactly what he has for you um so slaying self-doubt it sounds pretty self-explanatory um and it is however it's the hardest thing ever um so the goal of saying self-doubt if anybody has seen my very 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 first post on instagram was that or not very first was like the full first my bad um but it says god gave me a vision to help women overcome their fears and their doubt um and you know i'm just a vessel like that is legit exactly how it is um I remember being in a stage in my life where um, I, shoot, I ain't even going to say I remember. I am still <laughs> in the process of um, slaying my own self-doubt. Um, five to ten minutes before trying to do this, like, I was just telling myself, do it scared, do it scared, do it scared. So I'm doing the scared, y'all. Um, I probably recorded something, deleted it, recorded, deleted, recorded, deleted, recorded, deleted over and over again in the last like 20 minutes just because I really didn't know where this was going to go or what it is that God wanted me to do. But I was told that today I needed to record my first um, episode. And so here we are, July 22nd at 7.08 p.m. I am recording my first episode. So um let me just explain about slaying self-doubt and you know what God has shown me and how I how he has told me how this is supposed to work so um I'm the oldest of two I have a sister um and 
I think that sometimes being an older sibling, you kind of automatically get um, pushed into this leadership position of like, you know, watch over your sister, make sure she's okay. And I don't even think that parents realize they do it because I do it to my oldest son. I'm just like, oh, you're the oldest, you know, you need to make sure that this and the third. And so I think for me that that's probably where (laughs) my leadership skills kind of kicked in. Um, It was like I was in charge of her when no one was around even though I had like mind control over her or whatever. Um, but I think I remember like early on just kind of being unsure of myself and unsure of the things that maybe I could do or I couldn't do or whatever the case may be. Um, I do also remember being like having older cousins. I have a pretty big family. Like I'm kind of one of those people that has like, Oh yeah, that's my cousin. No, for real. That's my cousin. Like, like legit that's like us um and so I think I you know I had older cousins but you know they were like significantly older than me when you're like five and your older cousin's like 10 you know like y'all not really robbing that much you're not really talking to each other like that. like if 15 you're 20 what what do I have to talk to you about absolutely nothing right so I feel like that doing those pivotal areas in my life I really didn't have anybody to talk to because either I was the oldest and I was trying to navigate life myself of course you know I ain't talking to my mother um and my older cousins were you know kind of on with their life and so then what do you do you talk to your friends they don't know nothing either but whatever y'all doing life together um and it wasn't until I was like in my 30s like early 30s that I just was kind of like man if I had had like some guidance like I don't know if I would have made the same choices you know I I say all the time, I don't regret anything because every decision that I made led me to right here and right now. Um, every decision that I've made, good, bad, or indifferent, allow me to have my kids, allow me to be married to the man that I'm married to, allow me to have the life that I have, allow me to be in this situation to be able to think about having a podcast and, you know, um, wanting my life to go in a different direction. So I'm grateful for all of that. But I, I do think that maybe some of the choices that I made, I might have would have done differently had I had a little bit of guidance. Um, and so that's kind of where it started. Like I really wanted to be like a sounding board for women ages. Like initially when I said it, I said like 25 to 35. But when I really think about it, like, just started way before that you know and so um I just think that this is you know this was the opportunity for me to be able to just go through my um journey because the reality is is that um yeah I could have used the advice at that time but I'm still struggling like if I'm being honest with you all and being honest with myself I still struggle with doubt and I still struggle with anxiety and fear and um nervousness and you know talking myself out of stuff I tell people all the time like I can talk myself out of anything like if I'm hungry I can talk myself out I can tell myself plenty of reasons why I don't need to eat and then I'll be like oh no I guess I don't need to eat and um I think there's a lot of people that are like that 
Um, so when I knew that that's kind of what I wanted to do or like kind of when it got, I wasn't really sure how it was going to happen. So, um, I attend the best church in the DMV with the best, best pastor in the DMV, um, Zion church in Landover, Merlin with Keith battle. Yes, I said it Merlin and Keith. Okay. All in the same thing. When you from the DMV area, that's what you say. All right. Um, and so at Zion Church, we have what's called um, small groups where it's a group of people, whatever the, the either the topic is or whatever the um, common commonality amongst you are. Um, you uh, do life together in small groups of 12. And so I was asked um, in a group that I was in to uh, facilitate and be the leader of a um, small group. Um, and once I was kind of thrusted into that, cause that's exactly what it was, but it's okay. Um, I, you know, was like, okay, I, I, I was pretty sure what I wanted to do. And so, um, when I started it, I started it on a, a book I read, um, the confident heart by Renee Swoop, which was a awesome book. Um, because, uh, it like the first chapter was like, dude, I'm not the only person that thinks like this, like word, like I'm not the only person that's like, nervous about everything has anxiety about every decision that they make and talk themselves out of anything like man like I didn't feel alone um and so that was kind of the start of the the um small group um and then I would say maybe like six to seven months into the small group God just kind of told me yeah we're gonna go in a different direction kind of the same thing but just a little bit different and so, um, he told me to change the name to Slaying Self-Doubt. And I was just like, okay. And so I went ahead and I changed the name of it. And oddly enough, like when I first had the name on it, the initial name, which was Confident Heart. Um, and then I had like, you know, small group full women ages 25 to 35, like I just said to y'all. Uh, when I changed it to Slaying Self-Doubt, I just removed the ages I don't even it just wasn't even a thought um and so it just opened up um a new world because um all the women that are in my group right now say it was the name of the group like I saw that and was like yes I needed to be a part of it um and so I just really allow God to just kind of lead me through that um even though you know I've we've been like the group's been um going on for a little bit and I've been talking about this podcast for a while and they've been super supportive I'm still struggling like like I said um so slaying self I mean self-doubt is something that is um is real and I think that it affects us in more areas that our lives than we want to give credit for um I definitely know that it affects me in my work life it affects me in my parenting it affects me in my marriage it affects me in my self-care it affects me in my um confidence in myself it affects me in you know maybe my you know education my relationships with my friends uh, it's just that um that fear of the what ifs you know um and I think also another thing is that like social media plays a part in that as well because I just like now just kind of looking how social media went from being something very um fun and something that was supposed to be just like a a a tool for creativity and or you know networking 
or just um, something that just wasn't real, it became people reality. And, you know, I found myself succumbing to that in certain ways where I would just get consumed by it. Like, oh, man, I'm looking at this person and what they doing and how come I can't do it and I wish I could do it and I thought I would be able to do it and, you know, all those things. And then it would be like, no, like this isn't your life. Like you need to get it together. You got regular, real, real stuff to do. And, um, I would just put myself in situations where I didn't think that I could really do anything more than what I was doing. And, um, you know, just leading the small group, being, you know, connected to Zion church, um, uh, being, um, involved in other things, um, as outside of Zion, just like listen to other sermons. So I listen to other pastors as well. Um, but just opening my eyes to what could be just as really, um, helped me to kind of propel to be able to get to just this point to be able to even, talk for however long I've been talking right now you know I don't even know how to use this little thing of a bobber oh I guess like 11 something minutes um so I wanted to kind of read to you um in the beginning um I know that when we kind of start things we want to know like the why like when you start anything um that you're like feel like you're really really passionate about you need to figure out why you're passionate about it what is it about it that makes you passionate because that's how you're going to connect with other people that's how you're going to get other people to connect to you um and so I wanted to share with you my why because um after reading it I was thinking to myself like dang girl like shoot this is good (laughs) um so anyway so uh, my why. So my why is that I know what it feels like to not feel worthy of God's grace. I know what it feels like to live in a sea of guilt, shame, self-doubt, lies, and distrust. I understand why people self-sabotage because they don't think they deserve it. I also know how it feels to give it all to God and allow him to work in my life. I know how to ask God to bring me back from a broken relationship, push through my brokenness, and do the work. I have openly witnessed God's grace and mercy over my life. I know and believe that I'm worth it. I'm slaying my self-doubt. So, um, when I read that back, like I wrote this, I don't know, like some months ago. Um, but when I read it, I just was like, man, like, self-sabotage, like, that's real, you know, not thinking that you deserve it. Um, so this is a song by Lecrae called worth it. Um, and I think that was like the first song that just kind of like, not first song, I'll take that back. Um, like during this journey, when I was kind of thinking about, you know, what I was going to do and how this was going to all work out or whatever have you, like, that was one of the songs that just was like, no, for real, like, you're worth it and you know you can do this and this is not hard work and you know just pushing past your stuff so um I'm gonna try to find the words to the lyrics of the song that kind of got me because oh ain't that nothing hold on um usually I can have the lyrics of the songs to come up but this is not gonna do it okay so um anyway uh, this is odd because I'm sitting here trying to talk to y'all and it's on, um, oh, I don't know. Can y'all hear it? Hold on. This was like the song that like, uh, 
This is the part that I was like, yes, God. Listen, when I tell you that when I heard that song, I was like, word, like, oh my gosh. So, no, you know, of course, every part of this song is not applicable to me. However, um, the the part, the Kira Shea's part with, it's just a little dirt, it's just a little stain. Trust me, you're still worth it. Just growing through the pain. It's just a little tear. Don't you worry, God is here. Don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. Um, and then as they go down to the bridge, it's not easy when you got to face yourself. Truth is, I don't deserve no one bit of help. Promise that your lover never leaves once you've seen all of me. It's just hard to believe. But but for God's grace or but for grace or oh, but for grace. Um that song was like 
I like played it on repeat over and over and over again. I feel like I need to more the song. Like it definitely should have been longer than what it was, but whatever. Lecrae, if you want to like do a, you know, Lecrae and Kier and Jawan Harris, is that the other guy's name? Yeah, if y'all want to do like a remix to have it go a little bit longer. I think that's a great idea. Um, but uh I literally was just like, Oh my god, like we've all been in that place when we just feel like we don't deserve God's grace. We don't deserve God's love. We don't deserve God's, um, anything. Um, and we think that because we fallen short of whatever it is he's asked us to do, we're not being nice to the person we should be nice to. We're not being honest. We're, you know, lying. We're, uh, drinking we're having you know uh premarital sex um you know we're being promiscuous whatever the deal is we you know doing drugs like we feel like that we still don't deserve it and I just remember doing that time before I really like gave it all to Christ that I you know felt like that like I didn't deserve to be his child I didn't deserve to um have his grace um and I would self-sabotage, like, whatever that looked like, whether it would be to, you know, um, go out and partying, go out partying and drinking, go out and, you know, meeting guys or being in these love, you know, these relationships that I knew were not going anywhere um, because I felt like I didn't deserve better. Um, and it wasn't until later on in my life where I just kind of got, to a point where I was like, I really deserve more than what it is. But, you know, prior to that, it it was, it was a struggle. Like it was hard, like trying to navigate it by yourself. And I just couldn't, I, I mean, that was like the nineties. <clears throat> so I'm not telling my age too much, but you know, that was like the nineties. And I don't, I, I don't think it's nearly as hard. Yeah, it just got to be way worse now. I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. Um, just because of the accessibility that kids have to like social media and all those things. Like if you wanted to bully somebody, you had to like legit go to school or like talk to somebody on three way, like for real, like this whole FaceTime, Snapchat, all that other stuff. I need to get it together. My kids are 10 and eight and I'm just going to be lost in the sauce by the time they get to teenage, them teenage years. And I'll be like, what kind of app y'all using? The Instagram, the Twitter, <laughs> um, but I really just, um, just like I said, just reading my why and just knowing, like I said, I know what it feels like to not feel worthy of God's grace. And the crazy part is, is that, so I was listening to, um, the last nine series of uh, Transformation Church, Pastor Todd, Mike Todd, um, Grace Like a Flood, and he states that grace is you know, undeserving, unwanted, unmerited favor of God. Like you don't, no one deserves it. No one, you don't have to earn it. There's nothing you can do to get God's grace. He gives it willingly and lovingly. Um, and I didn't understand that at first. And it's taken me, you know, 38 years to realize that I don't have to do anything. God, when God died on the cross, like he, Jesus died on the cross, like he, he died for my sins and I, that was grace in itself. Like he has me covered. God has me covered. He has my family covered. He has my kids covered. And 
and when I look over my life and those things that I did do to self-sabotage, that was God's grace because I'm still here. Um, and that's not to say that God's grace doesn't work in other people's lives in different ways. I just think that um, for me, that's the way that I see grace. I see grace for me in that there's been times where I, <laughs> I shouldn't have made it home. I I know of multiple times that I was out with my friends and the amount of liquor that we drunk, like, mm, I don't even know how, like, I legit remember like one time driving down Sulin Parkway, um, and the, oh, back in the day, you know, they used to have the go-go's at the classics, shout out to the classics, um, and, um, I, you know, they used to give you the drinks and the red cups, and I, I, I think I had, I don't know. I didn't time the sets correctly or something like that. And I didn't realize it was the end of the set. And I got one more drink and I just was like, Oh, I'm not wasting it. And so I, you know, I drank it and then it was like, whoever I was like, I drove, but I had to drop off like four other girls. And like, if you know where the classics is, like I was in, what, what would that be considered? It was like, like, Forsville or Allentown Road area I had to go all the way to southeast like I'm not even talking about like southeast off of like Branch Avenue south like off of Sula Parkway southeast like I was like I don't even remember but I had to go there then I had to go somewhere down like far <laughs> and then somewhere else far it didn't even matter but like I was living in Upper Marlboro so like I literally had to do all of that dropping everybody off and drove home by myself I remember driving down Pennsylvania Avenue and just honking the horn and just like Lord if you just get me to my house just get like I just wanted people like just nothing around me um and I just remember just kind of being like oh God if you get me through this I promise I'll never drink this much again needless to say that didn't happen but you know we've all been there um but I think that those were the things that that those instances and what the things that made me feel like that okay I'm not good enough to be able to get everything that God has for me because I don't do the right thing and I don't you know make the right decisions and that wasn't true by no means like God just was showing me like I got you even in the midst of your mess even in the midst of whatever you were doing like I got you um and so that's the whole purpose of this like podcast is really to just like show you in so many different areas of your life how God has you um we're definitely going to talk about different topics as far as like relationships um what self-doubt really looks like for people um it's going we're going to talk about relationship finances um, parenting leadership um celibacy dating addiction um, what your purpose is, feeling like what it feels like when you're stuck, your insecurities or minds that is. Um, it's definitely evolving. Um, I like legit, I just want y'all to know um, that I only time this really for myself to do like a certain amount of time because I was like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Because even right now, like as I'm talking, I feel like I'm rambling. Um, so I just, I don't know, I you know, but let's praise God for the fact that I got through 25 minutes. Like I couldn't, I didn't even think I was going to be able to get through 10, but you know, God just, God is amazing. And he just really knows what, um, he wants me to do. Um, and this is just the beginning. Uh, so 
I am happy about what is coming. I'm grateful for everybody who tuned in today. Um, if it sounds like it's all over the place, it's because it legit is. But I promise you that next week it will be so much better. Um, I just want to thank all the people who are, have been a part of my, my, my village and my, my tribe. Um, to my cousins, I just want to, um, my cousins and my sister, um, I just want to thank y'all so much for just like encouraging me and just kind of being there and as a support to just really like tell me um, that I can do it and just um, help me to push past the fear of even starting this podcast. Um, I want to thank my slaying self-doubt family um, and my small group, my ladies. Thank you so much for just being an inspiration to me and for me to be able to just kind of watch you all um slay yourself doubt individually in your in, in whatever it is you all were struggling with I'm just I am grateful to be able to be a witness to that to watch you all leave things behind and move forward and what God has for you um to my parents just thank you for your support thank you for what you have instilled in me um because that definitely helps be the foundation of um of this whole this whole evolution of slaying self-doubt and I'm just definitely grateful for it um thanks to my kids for allowing me to be your mom um I don't think you really had a choice but you know thanks anyway (laughs) and um last but certainly not least I want to thank my husband for being such a huge support um to me doing this um he is watching me kind of go from one way to the other and not really sure what I want to do talk these things out and you know just see my my struggles of um not being sure how this was going to work but definitely like supporting me in every avenue and whatever it is that I want to do um so um thanks boo I love you um yeah, so um, I hope you all enjoyed the first episode. I hope that you will tune in next week for the next episode where I will talk about my story and kind of just how I got here and um, the things that have led me to this point to be able to even start slaying self-doubt. This is my journey. You're going to watch me. Um, I mean, not watch. You're going to listen to me. Um, or, or watch what I don't even I don't know so I said watch because that's what God says so you're going to watch me go through this journey and watch me evolve and become the woman that God has me to be so um don't get it twisted I do not have it all together I have not slayed myself down I am nowhere near um <laughs> nowhere near that point um but this is the beginning this is the beginning of me just taking it all in um and just really doing what God wants me to do. And I'm just grateful for the opportunity. Um, proud of myself for even getting through one session, one episode, because I didn't think I could even do that. So I just want to thank you all and talk to you later. Bye.